Good afternoon and welcome to Chargers Outside Zone. I'm Chuck. I'm Thomas. And today is a special day. Yes. You got your polo shirt on. Yes. We are having our first annual Drafties Award. Yes, instead of giving out grades like every other person does. <laughs> we are handing out the Drafties. We are. We are huge fans of The Office where... They handed out similar awards. Uh, we are calling these the draftees. We don't have, uh, you know, Dwight as our as our music background. We don't have Michael Scott. Um, we you know, just have making each other. terrible raps. We just have each other handing out draftees for the first time. So we're handing out draftees. This will be the final discussion discussion of the twenty twenty three. Draft class. Let's get into it. Sounds good. Before we get started, we wanted to thank everybody. We had our first video over 100 views on YouTube. Um, 14 likes for us is a huge number. Appreciate people tuning in and watching that episode. Yes. Uh, Much love, and we hope you stick around. Much love. Thank you. Join us uh, for future this episode and future episodes. Uh, With that, we will remind everybody this is a father-son hobby where we focus on the team building of the Los Angeles Chargers. We are not experts. We don't discuss gambling or betting, and we stay away from hot takes the best we can. We will, yeah. Yeah. This might be difficult during a draftees award ceremony, but we'll we'll see what we can do. We'll see. All right. And the first... Draftee this year is the Rich Getting Richer Draftee. And uh, it was decided to hand that draftee out to the Philadelphia Eagles. Philly. Everybody saw where uh, they were able to take advantage of the Saints pick, uh, moving up from 10 to 9 to get potentially one of the top two defensive players in the draft at 9. Jalen Carter slid to them turning around at number 30 their own pick and taking Nolan Smith out of Georgia. Um, They did lose some uh, folks in free agency, so this will help backfill. Uh, They add those two Georgia Bulldogs to a team that already had two Georgia Bulldogs. It's it's the Bulldogs in Philly. Yeah, the Philly uh, Bulldogs. And then they went ahead and added Keely Ringo at 105. So, um, you know, really strong start for them. And – you know, being a, a team that was the Super Bowl loser, if you will, NFC champion. Yeah. Um, adding that kind of talent to a team that has Jalen Hurts on the other side, ball control, big-time defense. Yes. Pure definition of the rich getting richer. Pure. All right. The next award is Waving the White Flag Drafty. Maybe a team that's already given up on 2023 and is looking forward to the 2024 NFL draft. Drum roll, please. That award goes to the Arizona Cardinals. Yes. Um, now, if they have the first overall pick, they'll probably trade out. You think they'll trade out? It, it will be an interesting situation to see 
how the Arizona Cardinals progress, you know, down their franchise quarterback that they paid and guaranteed a lot of money to. But the head coach has an out. He didn't draft him. Right. Uh, previous regime signed, you know, drafted and signed Kyler Murray. Um, a lot of money invested in him. If they have a terrible season, if he doesn't rehab, if if things uh, go off the rails, um, they could be picking very high in next year's draft. And, yes. Uh, and we'll see. Yeah. All right. On the grind, drafty. So this would be the most aggressive team, according to you. Yes. And the award winner for on the grind, drafty, is the Houston Texans. Houston. Now, at number two, everyone was freaking out. Will they draft a quarterback? Won't they? The GM kept everything close to their chest. On draft night, they did draft a quarterback and then straight up just said, uh, hold, hold the clock, hold the clock, we'll, we'll draft here again, and uh, drafted a building block on defense. They did. Um, it was a, a, a little bit of a surprise move. Um, after all the smoke screen at number two, they did go ahead and take a quarterback um, and then followed it up very quickly, grabbing the top defensive player in the draft, Will Anderson Jr., two key foundational pieces uh, for that team moving forward with D'Amico Ryans, right? Yes. I did have an honorable mention in here on him being aggressive, yes. but I had a little bit different slant on this. I had honorable mention the Arizona Cardinals. I know you have them waving the white flag, but I made them honorable mention here, and I'll explain why if you don't mind. Yes. Um, so they went ahead and, and moved from 3 to 12 and got a huge haul from the Texans, the Houston Texans. But then they didn't sit there at 12. No matter what you think of Paris Johnson Jr., you, you know, they didn't – necessarily need um, Will Anderson Jr. as much as they need a tackle. So they moved back to 12, then turned around and traded up with Detroit, got yeah. back to six, got a tackle. They have lots of draft capital for next year. So they were just aggressive in a different manner than, say, the Texans being aggressive this year. So that's yes. why I gave them honorable mention. I hope you don't mind. I do not. <laughs> with that we move on to the stranger things drafty so who had a strange draft a weird draft in which we're titling the stranger things drafty the detroit lions the detroit lions and i think we're both in agreement here if you look at their picks uh they went uh jameer gibbs running back at 12 I think that surprised a lot of people. Um, Jack Campbell at 18. Yeah. Off-ball linebacker at, um, at pick 18. Uh, they turned around with the 34th pick from Arizona and snagged um, uh, Sam Laporta tight end out of Iowa. So it's kind they of a two-for-one. Iowa tight ends. 
kind of a two for one, um, getting Jameer Gibbs and Sam Laporta, um, you know, uh, uh, instead of taking Bijan at number six, they got, you know, two players for one there. Um, and, uh, and Brian Branch, and then they later took Head and Hooker. Yeah. So I think if you somehow magically reordered their picks, maybe a Brian Branch at 12 and, you know, um, Sam Laporta at 18 or Hendon Hooker. And, you know, if you just like reorder the picks in some magical fashion. Yes. I think everybody's like, okay, that that's the order in which we expected. Um, but the order in which they, they took the players was a little bit surprising. Um, but, uh, you know, added looks like they added a lot of talent. Maybe they're... Maybe they're zagging as the rest of the league is zigging or vice versa, um, adding a running back with top-end talent um, at number 12. But we'll see if um, if that running back talent pays off. Yes. All right. Moving on to individual awards. The best edge draftee you have going to Will Anderson Jr., Houston Texans. Yes. You think he's going to be a star, huh? Yes. Now, I would have had the Georgia edge. Nolan Smith? The Georgia defensive player. Well, Jalen Carter's defensive tackle. This is the edge class, so. Defensive tackle, but. Yeah, he fell. But you're still expecting Will Anderson to play very well for yes. the Texans yes, I am. under under a D'Amico Ryan's coach team. I had an honorable mention here, and as a Chargers podcast, you can look at this as best edge draftee or maybe even worst edge draftee. And I gave the honorable mention to Tyree Wilson heading to the Raiders. Um, he joins, you know, he has all the traits or, you know, the height, weight, size, you know, speed. traits that you look for, speed, everything. Uh, he joins Max Crosby in the edge room That's in Las filth, Vegas. Filth, dirty. Yeah, so, and I think Chandler Jones is still there. So you have this young kid with all the traits and – all the height, weight, speed stuff, joining those two guys where he can learn. Um, yeah. This this may not be good. Yeah. <laughs> not good. All right. Moving on to best wide receiver draftee this yeah. year. That award for you JSN. goes to... JSN. Jackson Smith and Jigba. So he was the number one wide receiver off the board. He goes to Seattle. Which is um, probably which, the greatest fit. Good fit for him because he has DK Metcalf and yes. and Tyler Lockett where, you know, he can learn how to be a professional from those two. Uh, Lockett's been in the league a long time uh, doing doing wide receiver professionally. Yes. And, uh, you know, it's good solid room. Uh, but they needed uh, somebody – with a little bit different skill set. Now they eat a, had a slot guy here in Jackson Smith and Jigba, and, and he could potentially do very well for Pete Carroll and the Seahawks. Yes. 
I had a couple honorable mentions for best wide receiver draftee, and those two are Jordan Addison and Josh Downs. I gave honorable mention to Jordan Addison because when you are the number two wide receiver off the on a team with a number one wide receiver of Justin Jefferson, yes, that's that's pretty nice. He is going to be open. Yes, and he's going to catch plenty of passes from Kirk Cousin, no Adam Thielen, you know. Two-headed monster, Justin Jefferson. Um, well, you know, maybe three or four if you count TJ Hawkinson, Jordan Addison, uh, if Dalvin Cook stays, um, and, you know, some K.J. Osborne yes. mixed in. Good fit for Jordan Addison. The other one was Josh Downs, uh, simply because he adds something different to that Colts lineup. Um, you know, they have the two outside receivers similar to Jackson Smith and Jigba landing in Seattle. He lands in a place with two outside receivers, and uh, he can be that slot guy for them. Yes. In a Shane Steichen Colts offense ran by Anthony Richardson. And Anthony Richardson can run, so. Yeah, so I, I thought those were those were worth honorable mentions in the best wide receiver draftee. Yeah. Best QB draftee. I think you go back to the well to one of your favorite draft classes, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. And you hand out the award to C.J. Stroud. Yes. The Texans did really good. Um, you think he steps in day one, replaces Davis Mills. Yes. And, uh, and does great things for the Texans. And does great things. I had an honorable mention here as well. Mine went to Hendon Hooker because all he has to do this year is sit his red shirt, sit behind Jared Goff, rehab his knee, uh, learn an NFL-style defense in that first year. Uh, the Lions have lots of talent around Jared Goff. If Hendon Hooker rehabs and comes into 2024 healthy with a year under his belt. Like, but this, this one was just for who's, who's the most likely to start. Okay. Uh, he's not likely to start, but I would probably would have handed out this award to whoever went to the lions. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> put any quarterback name going to the Lions. But I think Hendon yeah. Hooker to the Lions, uh, yes. you know, might work out really well for both sides there. Yeah. All right. In the office, if you've ever seen, there's a there's a episode where Michael and, and a meme out there where Michael and Dwight, where they raise the roof awkwardly. Yes. You're not going to do it with me? Just going to leave me? <laughs> It's, I so, don't know. <laughs> so we have a raise the roof draftee, and this is the player that we believe has the highest ceiling in this draft. And I think we're in agreement on this one. Yes. That award goes to Anthony Richardson, the yes. number four pick to the Indianapolis Colts. Yes. I think we both like the fit uh, with Shane Steichen, just like everybody else in the uh 
draft Twitter sphere. Yes. That, um, you know, if Shane Steichen can work with um, Justin Herbert and make him comfortable and then move to Philly and make Jalen Hurts comfortable, and then, uh, then he has a recipe to make Anthony Richardson comfortable. Yes. And then let Anthony Richardson, uh, you know, learn and take over and and get and that experience. And they have Gardner Minshew, so. Yeah, you bring over Minshew from the Eagles, which will, you know, I think he's always, always I mean, we've never seen anything in the news uh, where he was ever a bad teammate. Um, obviously, you like the upside of Anthony Richardson. Yes. Hard for a Gardner Minshew to start over somebody like that. Um, but if Anthony Richards running the, Richardson is running the ball a lot and gets injured, then you have a capable backup in Gardner Minshew and filling that role of yes. teaching him the offense, similar to a Chase Daniels being there with Joe Lombardi, uh, you know, helping Justin Herbert along. So, yes, uh, good setup in in Indy with uh, with that duo, and then one last one. Most selections from one university draftee. We know there was a couple teams that there was another team that took uh, three players from the same university. But we're giving this award to the Los Angeles Chargers, Chargers. because we're the Chargers outside zone. That's the tiebreaker, really. And uh, and to be honest, we're and I really like the three picks. Yeah, you like the three picks. Um, the wide receiver, playmaker in the first. The punt returner give you some uh, wide receiver five catches. Um, we you I think we both like you know what it, Brandon Staley's selling is that these guys can take it you know take something short and run long. Yes, and uh, score touchdowns. Um, not dependent upon Austin Eckler to uh, run it in from you know, inside the red zone, but, yes. you know, strike from outside the red zone. And um, and then I think we're both fans of that Max Duggan pick. Yes, probably. Um, he's unlikely to see any time on the field outside of the preseason, but him being there with those two wide receivers from the same school, uh, yes. I think can only help the Chargers and help Justin Herbert and this offense. Yes, so, and if Justin Herbert goes down, hey, knock I, on wood. This is don't even speak it into existence. Um, nobody wants to see Max Duggan on the field during the regular season, and you're likely to see an Easton stick. But anyways, well, all right. With yes. that, what do you say? Uh, once again, want to thank everybody who tuned in thank you. Uh, to the last episode, uh, our review of the 2023 Chargers draft class. Like I said, over 100 views, first time for us, so that was very exciting. Um, but yeah, we got to keep the momentum going. And, uh, and so please follow us on Twitter at LAC Outside Zone. Yeah. On YouTube, uh, we are Chargers Outside Zone. Please give a subscribe, like this episode, uh, turn on notifications. We try to do this every Tuesday and Saturday. Uh, our website is chargersoutsidezone.com. Email us at chargersoutsidezone at gmail.com. 
Join us every Tuesday and Saturday for a new episode where we try to bring you the latest news on your Los Angeles Chargers. Yes. Hey, that was a nice end. Thanks. All right. Have a great weekend. Take care. Bye. Bye.